the morning. We're having coffee with Ray, our general manager. <laughs> and what's cool and about I'm this? Having coffee with Corey. Yeah. What it's also my dad, so it's kind of nice. We get to we get to have coffee on all these days. Bit. And there's a bunch of Jewish holidays. There's another one coming up next week. You're going to be here on Monday. Feast of Tabernacles, correct? Today, it's called the Day of Atonement, which is all about fasting. It is. It's a big day. You know, when you talk about atonement, you start... It is a little confusing, too, because if we were saved when he died for us at Passover, why, why are we here dealing with atonement? And uh, the simplest answer to that is, is these feasts all look uh, um, multiple things, but one of the things they look into the end times. So you're sitting on judgment day, essentially. Mm-hmm. So we're looking towards the end of the world, end times. And the one thing that, uh, you know, it's wonderful to come to Jesus, but the, we still have to end. We have to end well, and we want to end in his presence. We want to end uh, before him mm-hmm. gloriously because we will be judged for every thought, word, deed. And all of our righteousness is going to come from him. And, mm. you know, it is so easy to we'll fall into trying to earn the love of God and to earn his forgiveness and things like that. Mm-hmm. And this day, unfortunately, is a wonderful example of that for for the Jews who have, who are still trying to do that because they did not, those at least who rejected Jesus, uh, did not receive him as their Messiah. So... It is a big day, and the simplest way to put it, as we start off, is a life for a life. That's mm-hmm. how things have uh, began in the kingdom of God, for why were there sacrifices, why Jesus had to die for you, all of these things. So let's just uh, dig in. You ready for digging in? I think so. Got my cold brew. I got, got my, my bagel. <laughs> I normally don't start with coffee this early. I usually uh-huh. wait for a little bit, but I thought, I'm just diving <laughs> in the hallway. It's going to be coffee with Corey all the way. Yes. So Yom Kippur is the day, Yom is day, atonement uh, is Kippur, uh, the holiest day on the Jewish calendar. It's the big one. Even Jews who don't believe in God, and that's about half, observe Yom Kippur just in case. So it is a big day for, for the Jewish people all over the world. Uh, Yom Kippur is one of the most significant feasts, too. It's really a cool day. It gives us insight into the end times, including the second coming, the final judgment. When we see Jesus in the book of Revelation, when it opens up and you, you encounter him there, he's wearing the robes the high priest changes into and wears on the Day of Atonement. So mm. even as the book of Revelation begins, if you don't understand the Feast of the Lord, especially the Day of Atonement, you won't figure out the book of Revelation because obviously there's a lot of symbolism there. So this feast even helps us unlock the book of Revelation, which we're going to do. We're going to just crack open the book of Revelation and show you how it all pieces together. Leviticus 23 tells us what God expects us on this day of atonement you are not to do any kind of work on that day because it is yom kippur a day to make atonement for you before jehovah eloah so no work complete rest that's number one so i can go home after this that's it you'll be done actually <laughs> okay. doesn't start till tonight you'll be done sorry about okay. that okay <laughs> god repeats that command a couple of times defines it and then repeats it a few more times you are not to do any kind of work it is a permanent regulation through all your generations no matter where you live so whether you're in israel whether you're scattered it doesn't matter it's every generation no matter where you live it will be for you a Shabbat of complete rest. They call it the Shabbat of Shabbats, the Sabbath of Sabbaths. Mm. So no work, 
complete rest, he means it. So that's double, triple, four times he said it. And you are to afflict your souls, which Mm -hmm. is a simple way of saying to deny yourself or to fast. You are to rest on your Sabbath from evening the ninth day of the month, that's tonight, until the following evening. So no work, complete rest, and he means it, and then no food. That's the deal. Now, afflict means to fast entirely or absolutely. It's not a partial fast. This is not one of the, I'm going to do the Daniel fast, or I'm going to skip this or that. That doesn't work on the Day of Atonement. It's not a partial fast of this Mm -hmm. or that. So not everyone can do it. The Yom Kippur fast is never allowed to jeopardize your health. So those too ill to fast fully are prohibited from fasting. Uh, Obviously, medications are allowed, small amounts of water. Obviously, when you're pregnant or you've just delivered a baby, you're not supposed to fast. I can keep eating my bagel. You get to keep your bagel. It's good (laughs) news for you. So summing it all up, no work, complete rest, no food. Uh, That's Yom Kippur. So you can have small amounts of water. That's pretty much the only thing you're going to observe Yom Kippur. So why would we do it as Christians? What's the significance of it? What's the whole point? In the Torah in Hebrew, Yom Kippur is written plural, which is Yom HaKippurim, which is the Day of Atonements. So it's plural, all right? Why is that? That's kind of a clue to why it's important to us. Number one, first, Yom Kippurim has a second meaning, a day like Purim. Now, there's a feast that we teach on, usually in February, called Purim. Purim is the story of Queen Esther and her battle with the evil Haman, who nearly destroys the entire Jewish race in Persia. But God turns it around, and Esther and the Jews end up in charge, and Haman ends up dead. Purim became a day of deliverance and salvation for all Jews everywhere. It's such a profound day. They ended up for on the on the chopping block to die to having all the weapons and killing all their enemies. Which, when you think about it, when Jesus comes to save us, he doesn't just save us, he gives us power, mm-hmm. right? So it is a, Purim is a beautiful day to look at what Jesus did for us. So, likewise, the day Yeshua Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross is like Purim. Because through Jesus, both Jew and Gentile were forever delivered from our enemies, sin and death and the devil. Purim was also a picture of the end times. Now, I'm going to look at Purim in that light at the very end of today's teaching because I'm going to dig into Revelation, as I said, and so we're going to really jump into the end times. All right, the other reason Yom Kippur is written in the plural, the Day of Atonement is a national atonement. It is not for individuals. You don't bring a sacrifice for your sins. It's not a singular atonement. It's plural. It's for everyone. Mm. All right. So it's a very special day. So even in this fasting, it's not like, oh, I'm not, I'm going to mess up if I don't fast. It's, it's different. It's not about that. So it's a much bigger day. And we're going to dig into it and ask the question, okay, so why then? What is the whole resting and fasting about? Because obviously he says it so many times. He's very serious about this. Rest fast, rest fast completely. Mm. So what, why? What's the deal with that? We'll break that down next.